Megan, Megan, making conversation, podcasting beacon for the nation, for helpful, healthy information, and having fun getting it done. Yeah, that's all. Megan, Megan, making conversation now. All right, everybody, welcome back to our next installment of Meg Squared. You didn't giggle. <laughs> I'm like holding waiting in for it. <laughs> I'm holding in laughter. <laughs> oh, panting. it was like a, a, like a Pavlovian response. I was just oh, waiting for it. And I'm trying God. not to turn my neck to look. <laughs> okay. You're welcome, Tyson. Ooh. Yes, there will be no microphone feedback today. All right. But for real, we're back today to check in with y'all. Uh, post open, we just closed out. Actually, I think there's about 24 more hours for scores to be validated. Everyone has submitted their scores. Everyone has done the workout. We're recording this on a Tuesday and uh, 21.3 and 21.4 are done. And the 2021 open is complete. Yay. Congratulations, everyone doing it and everyone watching. (laughs) (laughs) No Uh, more, uh, no more Coach throwdowns at 8 p.m. to watch. Oof. Yeah. And do <laughs> and do and and mess up substantially. Apologies again. Super focused. Dare you. That was that was so fun though. I I really loved that this year. Um, and I am committing to doing that next year and being more focused. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I thought that was, I don't know. I, I do like doing that, but it is generally difficult to work out late at night. So the last uh coaches throwdown had TJ and Adam, coaches TJ and coach Adam head to head on the RX version of 21.3, 21.4. The super squatty, thrustery, pull-up, chester bar, bar, muscle-up combo, followed up by the amazing barbell complex. Um, how are you feeling post-21.3 and 21.4, Megan? Today, I'm feeling yes. pretty good. <laughs> okay. When was the last time you did it? Because I think that's important to yeah. note how many days it's been. That's a great question. I did it on Friday at 9 a.m. And I, today is Tuesday. So that, that was four days off, wait, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, three days off Fourth day. Um, I'm feeling good. My legs were toast on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I used Michelle's little plug center board. Uh, that's her business. And Mm -hmm. uh, I used her compression sleeves, sleeves. It was amazing. I did 30 minutes. So did TJ and I was able to walk after (laughs) it was amazing. So when did you, when did you do those? I did that Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. Nice. Mm -hmm. Continue the plug, continue the plug. Yes. If you're looking for any massage PT, personal Mm -hmm. training or compression sleeves, check out Michelle's Roy's business center board. Yes. I was trying to schedule a massage. Uh, per recommendation from Dr. Brittany Seaman, and I couldn't get in. So 
very popular. Times are booking fast. I will keep trying, but I had forgotten about the compression sleeves. Those mm -hmm. things are amazing. So you should do a little massage compression mm -hmm. sleeve combo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I feel like we, we jumped ahead a little bit. Why <laughs> did you need to use those compression sleeves, Meg? Did we, did you already say this? And I just like, wasn't really listening. <laughs> focus, Meg, focus. Focus. Oh my gosh. Uh, I couldn't walk. <laughs> Right. Um, <laughs> there was it, there, on paper didn't look like that mm. many squats. You're like, cool, 15 run squats, do a little pull-ups, toes to bar, 15 thrusters. I'm not gonna get through the whole workout. It's not even a ton of squats, but the speed and intensity that you are doing those squats at was detrimental to my legs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, it was definitely a race day for me Friday, felt pretty good, did not stretch as much as I should have <laughs> or at all. I don't think, um, mm -hmm. I was just so excited about it. And I, like I said, woke up, couldn't walk down my stairs. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't want to tell anybody cause I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't be that sore. Uh huh. And then, and then other people started to say that they were sore. I'm like, okay, me too. <laughs> mm hmm yeah. So, and, and, uh, got a few rips, but taking care of them. Nice. Yeah. I think those were the two, two big takeaways was that people's hands got pretty torn up and, um, and as the delayed onset muscle soreness set mm -hmm. in on, <clears throat> I coached on Saturday morning and, and people were already sore, including myself. Yeah. I did it on Friday at noon. So three hours after you, uh, I also did not stretch or mobilize. I managed to just run my mouth for, you know, an extra 45 minutes at the gym. I did no mobility in that time. Very silly. Do not recommend that. And I knew I was in trouble Friday night. I started to tighten up a little bit and I was like, okay, whatever. I felt great during the workout. I didn't, I, I mean, sometimes you finish a workout and you're like, oh geez, I better stretch. Yeah. I better mobilize. I better do something. Get on a bike. I don't know. Coach Adam had even told our teams like, you guys make sure when you're done, like go for a walk, get on a bike. Nope. Didn't listen to any of that. So I'm coaching on Saturday morning and, um, and I was able also to get into the 815 class. And so I took that as an athlete, but I didn't do double unders and I just did some step ups and some machine work and just to get warm and move and lots of mobility in between the rounds so that I was, you know, that was my idea of a, a flush. And I got home and I was like, oh, geez, <laughs> I am going to be, this weekend is just going to be such a, a very painful one. And besides passing out on the couch on Saturday afternoon, that was my, my Saturday recovery. Um, I did your stretching on Saturday night. Oh, yes. And then I did it again a couple more times on Sunday, although I was not moving very well on yeah. Sunday and trying to drink a lot of water and trying to eat, you know, eat well, um, get some protein, like rebuild back what I had destroyed. But yeah, I was super sore. And, um, and I had even toyed around with trying it again on Monday because it had just felt so good during and I was still sore enough on Monday morning that I was like, meh, I, there's no way that, that this will 
feel good once I start actually putting weight on things again. So yeah. Yeah. Recovery weekend. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it was a fun, fun wad. I think it was probably, I mean, it was definitely my favorite one for this open and, you know, maybe one of my favorite ones ever. Um, it is one I will, I will do again at some point. I would really like to try it again, but not right now. And the reason being, here's our segue, why we're talking to you all today. I'm not going to do it anytime soon because rest and recovery. Oh, wow. What a good segue. I tried. It was a little, little clunky, but <laughs> so we wanted it. to talk. The people love it. They love it. They keep coming back for more. So we thought we would um, talk a little bit about rest and recovery today. And we were going to use the, uh, the open as sort of an, an integrating context about what, what we can do for our rest and recovery during these intense weeks. And this year it was three weeks of workouts. Um, some people chose to do workouts twice. I did not do any of them twice this year. Meg, I think you, did you do two of them twice? I did. You did the first two twice. twice. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And how we're going to move ahead with our training with, with rest and recovery in mind. And so, um, I think the, the most important thing that, that, I struggle with, with rest and recovery during the open is that I get into this trap of getting or thinking I need so much rest and so much recovery that I end up not having enough training days in between. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was talking to TJ a little bit about it and just like coming into, especially that third workout, I was just felt sluggish and just not really like, you know, when you just feel kind of primed for a workout, you feel, you feel good. Um, so I was definitely having a little bit too much downtime, but I have also gone the other way of just grinding so hard and not taking enough rest and recovery. And so in terms of actually getting, you know, good benefits out of our training, we need to build in those rest and recovery days. So, so our first question was going to be to figure out where we're at in our training is Meg, did you work out today and why or why not? I did. Yay. I did work out today. I worked out at the gym. Um, it was, it was a training day for me. I, so today's workout was, um, six rounds, three minutes per round. You had to do 50 double unders, 12 burpees. And with that remaining time, you get as many calories on a machine as possible. I have ripped on my hands, so I couldn't do burpees. Mm. I couldn't put my hand on the ground. One, because I didn't want it to get dirty, and two, because it hurt. Um, mm. So I did kettlebell swings, and I was able to grip with my fingertips. Um, for jump rope, because I couldn't hold on to the handle and didn't really want to. Um, <laughs> didn't want to split open my hand. Um, I did step ups, and then I cranked on the bike nice I felt like I moved pretty well and got a sweaty huffy puffy workout in and that was after Saturday Sunday and Monday not doing anything Mm -hmm. and so would you consider today a training day or a race day 
I think it was more of a training day. It was, mm-hmm. it was like I raced on the bike, but I went pretty smooth on the other movements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you were modifying intelligently given, you know, injuries and <clears throat> just other accommodations to be safe with where your body's at right now. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, I checked um, in before I started the workout. Mm-hmm. I went for that. <laughs> you made a commitment. You had a plan. I did. Uh, Coach nice. Kristen and Mel did help me though. <laughs> Sometimes when I get into athlete mode, I'm like, I can't, I, my brain's not in it. Mm. I can't under, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so ask your coaches. Well, yeah. Adrenaline, there. adrenaline is amazing. It's, it's a masker of pain. That's its whole point. <laughs> yep. I will run from this T-Rex, even though my leg has been chewed off. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, we're not exactly real world. Okay. Real world. Um, did you work out? I did. I did. I worked out in my driveway. I would consider today a training day. I worked out in my basement yesterday, also Ooh. a training day. Um, it's hard for me to have race days at home. Cause I, I, um, I like the accountability of the group that for me is when I try and schedule my race days is days when I know I can get to the gym. And so those become my race days. Um, but also equipment, like I don't really have a good safe place to do pull-ups at home, except for my danger, danger pull-up rig. So I'm not going to go fast so I can do my strict pull-ups, but I'll, you know, kind of leave it at that. And then, um, and I don't have a barbell setup at home, um, except for this really old school setup of my husband's that I use that is hilarious. And I still have yet to send you a picture of that, but I maybe know. we'll do that I'm... at some point and post it alongside the uh, link to this podcast. Cause she's pretty cute, but, uh, gets the job done. It's like 65 pounds. I, it, you know, I just referred to it as a she for the first time, but it doesn't have a name yet. <laughs> She's Melinda. I don't know. Melinda. <laughs> Melinda. That's the name yeah. of this podcast. Melinda. She's a beaut. Melinda. She's a beaut. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm gonna write that down. So, so yeah. So I did. I did some. Uh, it was kind of based loosely off of last Tuesday's, which had um, had 50 wall balls and 40 box jumps and 30 burpees and 20 snatches and then some machine work. And so I did 50 deadlifts with Melinda, 40 box jumps, 30 lateral burpees. That's what they were, lateral burpees, and then 20 power snatches with Melinda. And then I was going to run for that, that kind of end cardio, but my back was just tweaky enough that, or not tweaky, but like, it was just feeling hard enough that I was like, me, I don't really need to to pound on that. So mm. it was, it was a little nine minute, just got me moving a little weightlifting and it was, it was all I needed. It was perfect. So, but I'm definitely ready for a training day. I think I'm trying to get in tomorrow. And as I recall, tomorrow's workout looked fun too. So that's nice when they line up like that, <laughs> like, Oh yeah, I think there's power cleans tomorrow. That'd be great. Yay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was pretty, pretty sluggish all weekend too. Same, same thing. Just like, oh gosh, just try and keep moving and try and keep stretching and knowing that, you know, that recovery is really important too. Like 
there were a lot of people at Saturday class who were very sore and they were in class. And so talking through like, what's going to be a good plan while you're all here today? Like, it's great Mm -hmm. that you're here, but doing the workout as written on the board is probably not your, your best plan today. Like if you, if you did that 21.3 wad with those squats, like you need to just get some blood flow in your legs and not, you know, not pound on anything. So people did a really great job. I was actually quite pleased with the plans that, that people chose. So fitness plan. Well, yeah, well, (laughs) I was speaking from experience as I was standing up they're like, okay, everybody. So okay. I can't <laughs> demo many of these things. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But my fitness plan this week is I'm going to try to, my goal is to get to the gym tomorrow. I think I'm signed up. So that always helps keep me accountable. And then on Thursday, I coach the two 30 and I can't remember what the workout is, but I'm going to try and get in for the noon. So that'll be good. I actually haven't looked at what the workout is. So I don't know. No, I don't remember Thursdays. Is it a doozy? It's, I mean, it's a, a machine and some sit-ups. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that might feel good. I don't, yeah. Maybe we'll see. it's a nice day. Sometimes you can go for a run. Frenzies. Frenzies just, would be fun. I just called a runner. You did. Frenzy. You so, did. It was very cute. <laughs> I think it's because I, I, I'm not a huge fan of runs and I have to make it sound Frenzies. fun. So it's a frenzy. <laughs> Frenzy. Oh, it's only a 200. That's not, that's fun. That's not too bad. Yeah. Oh, wait, it goes up 400, <laughs> 800, one mile. mile. <laughs> nope. Oh, welcome to our brains looking at the workouts. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. It took me a long time to take all that in. That's <laughs> hmm, noon, huh? Okay. We might all of a sudden have a meeting during that time. Okay. Oh, get moving. I know. I know. No, it's, it's, those kind of workouts are really important for me to do too. Um, I don't know if I'm quite ready for that volume of running though. I haven't been running because it's the winter. So that, you know, I might, I might mix it up a little bit, like do some of the early runs, Yeah. do some of the, some of the earlier, shorter runs and then get Mm -hmm. on a rower for, um, for the later runs so that I do still get in and move, but I'm not going to all of a sudden run. Is that miles? It's over two miles. It's over two miles. Is it? I don't know. It's a lot of math at first. It's a lot of math, but that's a lot. That's a lot of running. And I think that's important for, and and I'm sure coaches will talk about it. Like if you haven't been running, then all of a sudden going out for, it's not quite two miles. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a two mile run when you're, especially with those sit-ups too. So your low back is going to be used just Mm -hmm. being smart about that. All of a sudden that, that quick reintroduction of running in the spring is always, always a good time to just kind of check in on your own personal running, um, skill level like mine. I don't really like running, so I don't do it all winter long. So then I have to kind of mindfully reintroduce it in the spring. So, which is like just perfectly in line with rest and recovery. So what do we mean by rest and recovery? So we've, we've talked a lot about these training days and I've been loving how people are using that language in the gym. Like, Oh yeah, today's race day. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm planning on, on, on going hard. I'm really going to push it today or, you know, oh, today's a training day. So I'm going to, I'm going to modify, or I'm just here to move. And I just really love what that, it, what it feels like it's doing 
to people's mindset. It's just a much more sustainable mindset than mm-hmm. I'm going to go hard every single day and then I'm going to be broken and I'm going to sit on the couch for two days and do nothing, which is not what we mean by recovery, actually. And it's not what we mean by rest. There are a lot of different things um, that we are that we can do for our rest and recovery that maybe include sitting on the couch and just vegging during a movie or whatever, but it includes a lot of other things as well. Mm. So, so when we prioritize rest and recovery and when we don't, we're going to start to see, um, we're going to start to see either some benefits if we're prioritizing it, or we're going to see the consequences of it. So, um, Meg, I'd love to hear you just talk a little bit about when you are really good with building in those rest days, building in those recovery days. How do you feel as an athlete? How do you feel in, you know, like in a general week or in a month, if you're doing a good job with your rest and recovery, what do you notice? Um, that's a great question. I think the last month, so I think February did a really good job at um, picking my training days, picking my active recovery days, picking my race days. And I felt strong. I felt ready to go in workouts. I knew exactly what my plan was. I stuck to my plan on like race days and I felt successful at the end. And then, um, usually after a race day, I would do an active recovery day, Uh, depending on how I felt it would either be a light training day or an active recovery day. But I would make sure my coach knew my plan so they could call me out if I was going too hard, which Kristen, thank God she's, she is who she is. And she did, (laughs) she does, (laughs) Um, but she would call me out and be like, you you told me that this is your plan. Like, got it. So I'd slow down. um, And I was able to, I don't know, rest and recover. (laughs) I can't think of any other word, but I, I don't know. I, I'd be ready for my next training in race day over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. So you did a really, um, a, you had this really nice segment. Was it right before the open where, um, you sort of front loaded that information for people and shared what your training was going to look mm-hmm. like. And so how to build in the race days, the training days and the active recovery days. And, and it was cool because people had already started using that language a little bit. And so to be able to see what yours, you know, actually looked like, and, and sometimes those schedules, we don't have as much control over and that's okay too, because you can start to pay attention to how you feel to, Mm -hmm. to determine what kind of day it's going to be. Um, and keeping in mind that you can always make any day a training day. Like I like to think that in those early days of, um, of the pandemic, like when you and I were leading those 6am classes, I was basically training every single day. Mm -hmm. I didn't need a rest day, although I tried to take them, um, because I just, the, the, the training was consistent, but it wasn't super taxing. I never had a race day because it was kind of hard to really race with a weighted backpack or in my basement doing step-ups just for me with the sort of stimulus that, that becomes a challenge for me that was, and, but at the same time, I don't feel like I lost any of my fitness. And that was the most incredible thing that came out of that was that consistency was so much more effective than whatever I'm doing right now, where I might go 
three days without doing anything. Mm -hmm. And I mean anything like I've gotten into a real slump, which, um, you know, I, I think will change with the spring and being able to get outside more and, you know, go for walks with my kids just as like a fun thing to do. But just that consistency last year of you're going to move for 15 or 20 minutes it's going to be with a backpack full of water bottles or whatever I put in there. I don't even remember. And I would be sweaty and just feel amazing when it was over. And that was mm-hmm. even more important last year, just grappling with kind of everything that was going on. Um, nowadays, being able to get into the gym and work out, like I, I just have so much motivation and inspiration and, and just like the energy of being around other people that <clears throat> I sometimes don't come in because just like what you were just saying too, is that it can be too many race days, um, too close together when I'm, when I'm around the gym. Cause I'm just so fired up by like barbells and pull-up rigs and people. <laughs> and, um, so I've gotten, I've gotten a lot better even just in this last few months of being like, okay, here's my plan. I'm going to make it look different than what's written on the board because I'm just here to move. And it still feels really good to be around other people, but I don't have to, I don't have to go super, super hard today. Mm -hmm. So, um, and when Mm -hmm. I prioritize rest and recovery as part of my training, um, those race days feel amazing. I just feel fast and, and clear. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really incredible what taking time away from working out super hard, but also taking time to actually rest, whether that means sleep or just like not doing too much or, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I'm just blabbering, but at any rate, I, I took a lot of rest days and I feel like the last two days of just moving has felt so good, even though mm-hmm. they haven't been heavy barbell days or, you know, heavy pole days or anything like that. I've just moved for, you know, 20 minutes yesterday. I think today was less than 10, but it was still like, I was outside, which was yeah. so nice. So, but what happens when you don't prioritize your rest and recovery? Maybe it's an obvious answer, but how does it show up in you? Uh, It shows up in me, um, in my muscles. One, Mm -hmm. my my back, my my back Mm -hmm. will. um, So if I go too hard, too many days in a row with no rest, I get sloppy in my movements Mm -hmm. and my back can't handle what I'm giving. asking it to do and either technique or what, whatever it is, I, my back spazzes and Mm. it turns into me not being able to move my back well, which turns into me seeing Kyle a lot, Dr. Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) as much as he likes the business, I'm sure he doesn't like seeing me as often. (laughs) Um, But my back's a huge one and just like my energy is low. I'm irritable. Um, and you may be listening to this and being like, Meg, Megan, irritable. What? It happens. Mm -hmm. I'm not around everybody. (laughs) Sorry, TJ. (laughs) Um, but yeah, lack of motivation, irritable back. 
spasms. Yeah. Why I appreciate rest and recovery mm-hmm. so much. Rest and recovery and, uh, you know, the body work thing is huge. If mm-hmm. that's something that, that people do, or, you know, we mentioned Michelle and then you see Dr. Kyle, I see Dr. Britt, um, you know, and I, and I can't do that every week. I can't always make it work, but even just every other week for me is such a nice tune up. And, and I find that nowadays it's much more about the, just the maintenance mm-hmm. as opposed to working on any, you know, given thing that's been bothering me because I've gotten so much mm-hmm. better about building in rest days, building in recovery, mind, you know, mindful with my nutrition, mindful with my hydration, sleep is huge. Like all yeah. of those things that just lend toward more effective recovery. It's not just about staying away from the gym. Um, but <clears throat> I think those are some, some important things to keep in mind. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but so Meg, you were mentioning a bunch of different ways that you feel fatigue when you haven't been resting and recovering. And, and I experience a lot of those too, but I just, I wrote a little list and wanted to make sure that we sort of touched on all of these. Um, cause mm-hmm. there's one that you mentioned sort of mentioned, but that I'm going to really harp on. Um, so you mentioned muscle soreness. We both mentioned muscle <laughs> soreness. So after this past open, Um, I think a lot of people mentioned that they were feeling, you know, just their, their legs were really super sore. And I think a lot of people were really sore in their, um, low backs after 21.2. And there was a lot of muscle soreness after 21.1 from, Mm -hmm. from the wall walks in particular. (laughs) Um, yes. Feeling just feeling a general sort of offness, uh, which you were saying that someone shared this morning at the gym that they were just feeling kind of just kind of off. And that's, that's a definite sign of, of fatigue and definite sign that it's time for a rest day. What I've really noticed as I've gotten older is that I may not necessarily feel tired in my muscles, but my central nervous system just gets fried Mm -hmm. and like feeling off. I feel like was, you know, in my thirties, I might feel off feeling that, that CNS fatigue in my forties is like, I can't focus. I can't really think it's hard for me to get my, my professional work done. I just, even if I sleep for a full night, like I'm, I'm just, it's things just aren't clicking. And then even if I go to the gym, if I haven't, you know, I think it might be a race day. And then I get to the gym and even after warming up, even after, even in the middle of a workout, I just feel like just so tired and heavy. Um, those are some different ways that, that CNS fatigue, central nervous system fatigue might, might show up or, you know, even a lack of motivation. Like you're just like, ah, just nothing, nothing feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and central nervous system fatigue is, it's, I was about to say it's really sinister. It's not necessarily sinister, um, but it's very subtle. And I think, you know, the the first time that I was actually able to articulate or that someone articulated it for me, I think it might've even been coach Adam because he's really good at this sort of thing, but articulated that for me. I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what it is. Like my muscles think they feel fine, Mm. but man, I just can't seem to get anywhere close to that, you know, that lifting that I was thinking I wanted to do, or, 
you know, things just aren't clicking in a wad. So pay attention to that, that feeling too of, um, it's, it's, it's really subtle in that there's no, there's there, it's not like a sore muscle, like, Oh, stretch out your muscle. It's like your central nervous system is like, just chill. You need to chill. Your brain is telling you it's tired mm-hmm. <laughs> and lots of other pieces are tired too. But I'm feeling central nervous system fatigue right now. <laughs> What's Long that? pause. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the last thing, did you want to add anything else about different ways you feel fatigue or we can just no, settle into feeling fatigued? I think, I think, I think <laughs> what's the saying? Hit the nail on the head. <laughs> you covered it. it. Yeah, you covered it. I like to take <laughs> naps whenever, whenever I come home and I take like an hour nap, I'm like, mm. oh, wow. I, one probably shouldn't work out we shouldn't have worked out today mm-hmm. and I definitely shouldn't work out tomorrow because mm-hmm. I just took an hour lap not hour long nap at 2 p.m mm-hmm. so <laughs> for me it's falling asleep on the couch like an old aunt or something <laughs> and I say that with love for my aunt who she's actually narcoleptic so it's not it's not always funny but she she takes it in stride but oh she could fall asleep anywhere in, in the middle of like amazing boisterous conversation. And Aunt Nan would just be on the couch, like head back, just sawing logs. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's for me. It's the same thing. It's like all of a sudden just overwhelming, like mm-hmm. system shutting down. <laughs> I'm done. Done. We're done. We need to reboot. But okay. So a couple other things to think about in terms of your rest and recovery, one of them being different ways to train. So we've talked about this before. You've probably heard it at the gym before, um, but there's definitely, you know, ways to plan your training days. And so we've talked about the idea of having training days and race days and then active recovery days. Um, there's also the idea of training, you know, three days on and one day off. So that's just the very, very mindfully, very intentionally taking one day off away from the gym, not lifting weights, not going for a run, not getting your heart rate up, you know, above like talking level. Um, and then, you know, coming up with some semblance of, of combining those as well. So the programming that we follow does definitely have sort of a a lighter intended training on Thursdays and Sundays, although sometimes we do program around that a little bit, but that's intentional in that, you know, if you're doing three on one off, then you're going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you take off Thursday and then work out Friday and Saturday. Maybe you take off Sunday as well, or you go lighter on those days. Um, and coaches are always happy to help you take a look at any wad and make it into more of a training day kind of wad, or, you know, really figure out what the, the best race day alternative might be for you on that particular, um, particular workout. But then the other piece that we've, we've touched on just briefly is other ways that you can rest and recover. And one of them being how you eat. And so nutrition 
is super important all the time. But in terms of your recovery, nutrition plays a huge role in making sure that your body is fueled and refueled. And so, you know, just, just some, some quick basics to recover, um, after workouts. So people may have some familiarity with the importance of protein. So protein is a macronutrient that helps you rebuild muscle, which is one of the, um, after effects of intense exercise is that our muscles do break down, uh, and we need protein to rebuild them. Um, and also the importance of carbohydrates after you train. Carbohydrates, getting those sugar levels back up, um, and giving you, you know, energy to go do your next thing. Um, but you know, in in general, eating the beacon prescription for nutrition of whole foods, real foods, not too much, focusing on you know fueling your fitness um, is a, is a big part of the rest and recovery game. <clears throat> Do you find that on days when you don't work out, Meg, that you eat differently or do you find that you eat the same? Uh, so currently I'm actually working with Elizabeth on my nutrition, um, which has been awesome. So also another plug, if uh, you're looking <laughs> for some nutrition help, Kristen and Elizabeth are um, doing a jumpstart nutrition program uh, starting in April. Um, so you probably heard coach talk about it, but I'm doing one-on-one training with Elizabeth right now. And we're really working on eating more because I wasn't eating enough. Mm. And I felt like I, before I was getting hurt, I wasn't sleeping well. Mm. Um, all these things we've talked about, and now I'm eating more at the right times, eating right after I work out um, so many other things. And, um, I just feel so much better all around. And it's only been like four weeks working with Elizabeth. Nice. I don't really remember your first question, but I got excited about talking about eating. Oh, (laughs) if you eat, if you eat differently on Ah. your, on, on different days, like a lot of times, Uh, a lot of questions that I often hear come up are, you know, should I eat as much on my rest days that I do on days that I train? Uh, no, I don't eat differently. I almost eat more on rest days because it's usually a day after I went hard and Mm -hmm. I'm hungry Mm -hmm. and I feed myself. (laughs) Yeah. Is my body telling me I'm hungry means it needs more food. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yeah. yeah How same. about you? Same for sure. Um, I, I tend to be a lot better about, it's just a lot easier for me on training days because I know, you know, especially getting ready to train. It's like, I need to make sure that I eat enough. So I don't, mm-hmm. you know, hit that's, that's just the worst feeling. You're in the oh, middle yeah. of a workout and you're like, Oh, I've hit zero. The tank's <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Um, and so it's just, I'm just usually much more mindful about, okay, I'm going to need this food before, and I need to eat it at this time so that I'm feeling this way when it's time to work out. And then same thing with the after, like got my protein, got my carbs so that I'm, you know, just refueling, um, those things. And then on, on off days, I have to think a little bit harder about it because Mm. it's just, it's, I, I'm not in a phase of life where I, where I want to be eating. And because I'm at home so much, I just don't, I, we don't buy a lot of like 
we don't buy a lot of easy to eat foods. So yeah. in order for me to eat, I need to prepare it. And I want to prepare it, but you know, it's also good in that we don't have a lot of snacks around. So it's, it's difficult to overeat, which is good, but I have to, I have to meal plan. I have to think through, I shouldn't say meal plan. That's real generous, but I have to think through (laughs) what I'm going to be eating to make sure that I am same, same as you to make sure that I'm eating enough, but yeah. So, um, all right. And then the last thing that with, with rest and recovery that we sort of alluded to already is that the idea that rest can look different ways. So rest Mm -hmm. is not necessarily, all right, I've avoided the gym. I'm sitting on my couch and I'm just not doing anything because it's my rest day. Uh, That's what Meg and Meg were talking about, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, no, not that, but you know, they're, they're, if that's helpful for you, because if you show up to the gym, you know, you're going to go way too hard, then, you know, maybe it's okay to take some days away from the gym. I'm really good at doing that. I can share with (laughs) anyone how to not come into the gym too much, but, but you know, that rest, um, isn't just sleeping at night and it isn't just sitting around in, you know, sweatpants and watching movies, although I'm good at that too. Well, I shouldn't say that my kids don't really watch movies, but I can sit around in some sweatpants, but resting is taking time away from intensity. It's taking time away from being under tension with weights or with your heart rate at a higher level. Um, and just making sure that you're doing that for yourself. Resting can be a nice long walk with a friend or with your dogs or just getting outside. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to stop all movement, but being mindful that it's not anything that's taxing your body. Um, and I've definitely gone into rest days and like, Oh yeah, I'll just go for a little hike. And then I end up like, it's not a little hike. It's a big hike, or I'm just going to go for a bike ride or, you know, I'm going to go, mountain biking with Meg. And then we get back and we're like, Oh man, that was amazing. That was definitely not a rest day, (laughs) but it was really fun. And I wasn't at the gym. How do you wish we could do that? (laughs) We'll be back to it soon. Mud seasons. We're in the middle of it. We're in the middle of it. It's coming early, which is good. I know it is early this year for sure. I, I also Um, would like to add that like rest days aren't even come into the gym and, and do an active recovery day. Like mm-hmm. you, it's super important to, like Meg said, don't come into the gym. Like mm-hmm. we love you, but don't come in mm-hmm. <laughs> at, yeah. at least once a week, at least mm-hmm. I don't come yep. into the gym on Saturdays and Sundays because I know if I go in, I'm going to go too hard because I get mm-hmm. to see people that I don't usually get to see. I'm like, I want to work out with you. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't walk again. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, I can't walk and I'm again. I'm at two and I'm screwed up. <laughs> um, if you ever want to take a yoga class, that would be a rest, mm-hmm. especially my yoga class because we don't stand up. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. You don't yeah, stand we, up? Not really. Ooh. I know. It's a treat. Hold on. New plan. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday night, 7 p.m. or 6.45 or on the recording, right? Or on the recording. And you anytime. record them anytime. I yes. record them every week. There's so many. 
<laughs> All right. That's a great way, I think, to end our rest and recovery talk because you have a plan. If resting and recovering is difficult for you, Meg just gave you an option for another way to do it. Um, and if you have any questions with making sure you're getting in enough rest and recovery, or maybe you're not making the kinds of gains that you want to be making, and it might be something as simple as you're not taking enough rest, or maybe your nutrition needs to be tweaked and Elizabeth and Kristen can help you with that. Or maybe it's time to explore what body work looks like. And we've, we know a bunch of people who can help with that too. So there's lots of different ways to maximize that rest and recovery so that you are coming up with a sustainable plan to keep moving forward with your fitness goals. Ooh. <laughs> that <was a> move. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and <laughs> see you next and time. Scene. <laughs> All right, y'all. If you have any questions, please reach out. We had talked about doing some sort of Q&A thing. Do we want to, do you remember what we were talking about? We were going to yeah, do, and I, and I keep saying, I'm going to make, a, I'm going to make a, whatever it's called link and send it oh, out in survey monkey. Yes. There it is. Maybe I should just, when we hang up, I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> Megan's making a survey monkey link. Here's me I'm, with the accountability. I'm totally track. not crossing my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> a survey monkey link to send out to y'all, um, because we would love to do just, a kind of open question and answer session um, to, to field your questions and then provide guidance and answers if we can, or at least our perspective, our lived experience. Um, so yeah, and I think that'll be a really fun one to just have a bunch of people and you can do it anonymously or you can let us know who you are. Um, and you can let us know if you want us to let everyone know who you are or not. But yeah, I just think uh, open, open season on questions and answers with Meg and Meg. Love stuff it. that you want to know, stuff you want to know about us, stuff you want to know about Beacon, stuff you want to know about whatever. And everything and everything. And yeah. Every, I said the same thing. Everything and anything. Everything and everything. <laughs> <laughs> There's all the things. All the things. Okay, y'all. So stay tuned. That Survey Monkey link is coming to y'all, whether you listen to this or not. And we'll talk to you next time. See ya. You have a lot of hair. I really kind of cut it or something. So over Christmas, I actually cut three inches off myself. I was sitting and watching TV and there was a pair of scissors next to me <laughs> opening gifts. And I was like, this is a good idea. And I just started cutting my hair. <laughs> oh, it's well. so long that no one noticed. I didn't notice. <laughs> See?